Jay-Z said, No one has ever gotten better from winning. So today, we're talking about losing. Hello, my friend, and welcome to this week's episode of Big Lash Energy. I'm your host, Jaina Marie. Now, this one was written super last minute, and it's because... I'm waiting in anticipation for next week. It's a really big one. I was busy working on something else, and all of a sudden, in the final hour, it hit me. If I don't share the backstory, you're going to have no idea why I'm so excited. excited. Yes. You know I don't like to hold anything back. I like to bring you along on all the adventures. So I'm going to share with you what's gone on behind the scenes, and hopefully you tune in next week, because it's going to be awesome. Awesome. As you may or may not know, I've had a 16-year-old living with me for the past few months. I'm really not sure what to call myself. A foster mom? Adoptive mom? A caretaker? Big sister? Babysitter? No, I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, it's just been me and Arzu. Since moving in, her life has done a complete 180. She's been doing so much better. And when I asked her to describe how she felt about all the improvements that she's made in her life, she simply said, When life hands you a gift... You don't take it for granted, Jaina. Well, isn't she wise? That's my baby. I know one of the things that surprised her about living with me was how much I cared about her playing basketball. She's always loved the game, but was never allowed to play on a team. And I told her that if she was going to be living with me and playing basketball, then she had to take it seriously. I said, I don't care how early I have to wake up to get you to practices or how far I have to drive for your tournaments. But if you're going to show up, you need to be your best self for your team every practice and game. Why? Well, I grew up playing all kinds of sports. My mom's reasoning was, I'm not going to have kids who are bored and hanging out at the 7-Eleven. I know you know who I'm talking about. They're the kids that would always ask, hey, can you buy us a pack of smokes on your way in? Well, shout out to those kids because because of you, my parents sacrificed time and money for my sister and I to play sports, volleyball, basketball, girls, hockey, snowboarding. And it was worth it. Because you know what? I'm just going to come right out and say it. I learned more from playing sports than I ever did from textbooks. I don't remember exactly what Jacques Cousteau did, but I do know that I learned leadership skills from being on a team. I learned about dedication every time I missed a sleepover because I had a tournament that weekend. I learned humility, having to high five a team that just beat me. And I'll never ever forget my coach spitting in my face as he yelled, I don't want to ever, ever hear you say I can't. Most importantly, I learned how to turn my losses into lessons. Since putting Arzu in basketball, she's been in three tournaments already. And yes, I'm stupid competitive. I still remember driving home with my parents after coming in second in a tournament. My sister and I were so upset we couldn't stop crying. And my mom said, don't cry, girls. You played the best you could. And my dad piped up and said, nah, that's bullshit. Second place is the first loser and losing sucks. That probably explains a lot. (laughs) Needless to say, I scream like a crazy parent in the front row of as many games that I can go to as possible. But in the past two tournaments, her team has came in second place. And the first time it happened, she fought tears on the drive home. She looked over at me with her big sad eyes and said, It's so weird. I never thought I'd cry over losing a game. My inner competitive spirit smiled a grinchy smile and I said, That's not weird at all, babe. It's great. I'm glad you're upset. She looked surprised. You know why? Because it means you care. Losing should feel sucky. It should sting. Remember this feeling. It's the reason you're going to focus and train harder in every practice. Now, you just need to look back at the things you did in this tournament and figure out how to do it better next time. And that is a winner's mindset. If you improve, then you didn't really lose. 
Today, I'd like to share a cool story about a loss that I had that I turned into what may end up being one of my biggest wins. At the end, you'll hear what big and exciting thing we'll be up to next week because of it. So gather up all your participation ribbons and second place trophies, put on something cozy, make yourself some popcorn with all the butter. Today, we're talking about how to lose like like a winner. Let's go. Welcome to Big Lush Energy, dedicated to helping you navigate life's hurdles with your head held high. We're celebrating wins, learning from our losses, and laughing at ourselves along the way. <laughs> now, here's your favorite hype woman, Jaina Marie. Jaina Marie. This story starts all the way back 11 years ago. It's when I heard about this event called The Makeup Show. Have you ever heard of it? I'm sure if you're a makeup artist, you have. It's the largest pro-focused beauty event in the United States with innovative brands, classes taught by celebrity makeup artists, and demo stages featuring the latest trends. It moves all around to different major cities in the U.S. like New York, Chicago, Atlanta, and L.A. Well, when I heard about it, I knew I had to be there. And thankfully, back then, my schedule wasn't so busy. But still, it was a little hard to fit them in because I work mostly on the weekends. So the only one that worked with my schedule was in Los Angeles. The flights weren't that expensive, so I decided to pay for the other makeup artists who worked on my team to come along, too. I didn't have many expectations. I just figured that it would be a win-win-win situation since we'd have a fun excuse for a girl's trip, do some team building, polish up our makeup skills, gain some new inspiration, and it would all be packaged up as one nice little tax (laughs) write-off. I pictured myself and my girls skipping down Melrose and knew we had to go. So I booked their flights and I also booked a beautifully decorated penthouse condo downtown with a rooftop pool only a few blocks away from the event. During the night, we would enjoy cocktails and yummy food at the best restaurants, and we shared all kinds of laughs and girl talk back at our spot. And this was when they got to see my impeccable share impersonation. If I could turn back time, if I could find a way. <laughs> I'm a little rusty, but you get the point. <laughs> During the day, we were all about the makeup show, and it did not let us down. It was actually so much better than I thought it would be. A makeup artist's dream come true. We browsed the booths of all the different brands. We fangirled over some of them, bought tons of new products for our kids, and attended classes taught by industry leaders. Probably one of the most notable celebrity stylists that I learned from was a woman by the name of Gina Brooke. Do you remember when Madonna was in the news for wearing $10,000 false eyelashes? They had 0.75 carats of real diamonds in them, and Gina did that. Those little babies went down in history as the most expensive lashes ever made. You want to keep that information in your back pocket for the next time somebody complains about how much you spend on your lash extensions, okay? The show was exactly what the doctor ordered. It breathed new life into my makeup artistry and inspired me as to all the places my career could take me. It opened my eyes. But once I went home, I applied everything that I had learned and it showed. It was so impactful on my work that people who'd been watching my career carefully could tell the difference right away. I even remember my friend Elsa saying, That makeup show was the best thing you've ever done for your career. Your makeovers are like night and day now. Look, you just gave that lady a whole new face. She wasn't wrong. After attending that makeup show, I was sold. I knew I needed to go to as many as I could, and I made it there the following year with one of my new assistants, but after that, my business got so much busier that it became harder and harder to be able to get away to make it to the shows. Then suddenly, you know how it goes, it feels like you blinked and eight years have gone by. Still, I stayed checking the dates, but they were always on the weekends, so I wasn't having any luck. 
Once COVID hit, it was all a different story. I had no work to do and all the time in the world. And that's when the makeup show announced that they were going to do a conference virtually that successful celebrity makeup artists were going to be doing demos of all their signature styles. And the best part was I could see it all from the comfort of my home in my comfiest, ugliest, grubbiest clothes. I couldn't ask for anything more. Since I had nothing better to do, I made a whole event of it. I invited Ricky over so we could learn together. I broadcasted the classes on every screen in my house with the surround sound on loud and all my LED lights on colorful, my notebook out. This show had 100% of my attention. One of the most notable instructors that I learned from that week was a woman by the name of Danessa Myricks. You've probably heard of her. Her approach to makeup was so unique, and her signature looks often include layers of bold, bright colors and different textures to create an impact that's just, well, awe-inspiring. She did demonstrations using products from her own makeup line, and I'd never heard about it until this point, but they were all so bright and richly pigmented. And at a time when all of my work was shut down and life was feeling super gray and icky, I had to get my hands on her neons. I watched in awe and then ordered everything that I could afford at the time, especially considering I wasn't working. When they came in the mail a couple of weeks later, My creativity was reignited. I wanted to get my hands on any face I could so that I could play. You might even remember that time if you've been following me on Instagram. All of a sudden, I was putting neon pink and neon yellows on everyone. I felt like all of a sudden, my artistry had come to life. It was like her products put the word artist in makeup artist. I was hooked. Anyways, back to the virtual event. I took all the classes I could, and one of them was about bridal beauty. Even though I felt like I could probably write the book on it, I wanted to tune in and see what another artist had to say. After all, you can learn something from anybody. But this class? I hate to say it. It was disappointing. It seemed as though the instructor had no passion for brides because they weren't celebrities. And in fact, he didn't even seem to like them at all. I cringed as he complained about how picky brides are, and I thought to myself, I need to reach out to the show. I could teach this class better. Not only that, I need to teach this class because I want to share with other makeup artists what I love about working in the wedding industry, and then if you take the time to listen to what a bride is wanting, they're not really as bad as people make them out to be. I don't think I could be doing this career for as long as I have if they were really all that bad. I knew it. I knew it. I had to get in touch with the people who put on the makeup show. But how? And who? I sat for a moment, trying to think of the approach I should use in reaching out. And as I scrolled through the contact list in my brain, suddenly Lily, the owner of Blanche McDonald, popped in my head. She seemed to know so many people in the makeup world, and I taught for her at her makeup school. So even if she didn't know anyone at the makeup show, maybe she could at least write a letter of reference, which would be super helpful. I crossed all my fingers and toes and said a little prayer when I hit send on my email to her. Almost immediately, she got back to me. Jaina, I know Shelly, the head of the show. I'd love to write an introduction letter for you. The next day, a copy of what she sent Shelly landed in my inbox and I couldn't believe it. She was so generous with her description of how I could benefit the show. In fact, you know what? I'm just going to read the message to you. Here's what she said. I recently learned that one of our makeup graduates and former instructors, Jaina Marie, connected with you about the possibility of working with a makeup show. I wanted to share with you that Jaina is a highly regarded bridal makeup artist and educator here in Canada. As an artist, she's an award-winning artist and is an exceptional talent. Whether she's working with someone one-on-one, in a class size of 18 to 24, or on a stage presenting before thousands of people, she knows how to adjust her instructional style and content to the audience. She's become a featured speaker for several top trade shows and events in Canada. 
In the decade that I've known her, I've always found Jaina to be authentically herself. There's a natural ebullience and honesty about her, and she loves to connect with people and is a completely engaging speaker. Jaina has a vivacious energy and personality that is absolutely captivating. She speaks from the heart. I'm so glad that the two of you are going to connect, and I hope that something wonderful sparks. I look forward to seeing you in the future. All the best, Lily. Can we just have a moment of silence for how incredibly sweet that was? I can't think of a more amazing reference letter. So obviously I heard this and knowing that she was friends with Shelly, I thought, well, I must be a shoe in Now it was my turn to write my email. Um... And the pressure was on because Lily set the bar really high. I obsessed over what I sent. I included my philosophies on bridal makeup, all the ways I felt I could benefit their attendees. I included links to my work and my Instagram. I went all in. Then I sent it and waited. Over the few days that went by, I probably refreshed my emails about 10,000 times. But finally, her message hit my inbox. I opened it up and read out loud. Thank you so much. We will look at it and be in touch before the next event. Have an amazing week. I read it over and over and over again. We'll be in touch before Thank our you next so much. event. We will look we'll be in touch before, before our next event. Our next Thank event. We'll be in touch before, before our, next our next event. event. Have an amazing week. Does that, does that mean I got it? I got it? Well, at the time, I definitely thought I did. So in my excitement, I sent a complete caps locks text message to all my closest friends. OMG, the makeup show wants me to teach for them. Do you know how major this is? This could change my whole career. I was so excited. I literally told everyone close to me. Then I waited to hear from her before the next show. But the next show came and went and I never heard anything. Then I had to come to the harsh realization that I hadn't been chosen. (sighs) Talk about heartbreaking. And on top of that, my stupid ass had gone and told everybody. So now I was so embarrassed. I didn't want to admit that I hadn't actually got the job. I had to ask myself, what went wrong? I thought I was so close to reaching my dream. Talk about heartbreaking. I was almost one of the cool kids. I couldn't figure it out. I was passionate, experienced. I'd written what I thought was an articulate introduction. And let's not forget that epic reference letter. Well, instead of making a home out of my bed sheets and never coming out, I did a little research. I wanted to know what should I have done differently? Where's the missing piece? I crept on some of the other artists who made it onto the roster. And I had similar or more experience and more followers than lots of them. But after a while, I kind of thought I'd figured it out. I hadn't branded branded myself. I didn't exist online anywhere besides Instagram. I didn't have a cool website or logos or anything like that. In other words, my online presence did not match my real life experience. I did some research to see how much a professionally designed website would cost and I was floored. I'd never had to pay to make one before because I'd created all the ones I had before myself. And of course, they weren't perfect, but they were better than nothing. And they definitely didn't cost thousands of dollars. (sighs) I decided to shelf the idea for a while because I wasn't quite ready to spend that much money or time trying to put all this stuff together. But shortly after this discovery, I was listening to a podcast and heard something that I thought was very profound. The host said, And it seemed like she was speaking directly to me. If you're not willing to invest in your business, then why should any of your clients? And that was it. 
If I can't spend three to five thousand dollars on my business, why would I expect a bride to book a three or five thousand dollar bridal package with me? I realized it was time for me to invest in me, time to look as experienced online as I was in real life. So my new focus became leveling up my business presence. I organized headshots, branding photo shoots that included professional models. I paid for locations. I hired a designer for my website. I did all the things. And yes, it did cost me quite a bit of money. But boom, finally, after months of work, maybe even a full year, I looked as professional as I felt. Through all the rush of getting all of those projects done, I had totally forgotten what had started it all. I totally forgot that I was doing this all so that I could be considered as an instructor for the makeup show. And now I had a podcast I was trying to run, so that goal didn't necessarily have a front seat anymore, but it was still in the back kind of whispering in my ear. And to be honest with you, after the embarrassment of thinking that I got it and losing it, maybe I'd given up on it a bit. Well, anyways, slow season was just around the corner this winter, right? And I knew that I had a bit of time off and suddenly I thought, wait a second, maybe I should go to the makeup show and get inspired again. So I opened up the calendar and I compared their dates and magically one of them lined up. Yes. I was off during the weekend of the Atlanta 2024 show. If you listen to my ATL talks, you know how much I love that city. So I put it on the calendar. I'm going to Atlanta. One night, as I was sitting in my bed scrolling through their Instagram account, I remembered that goal. It kind of popped back up in my memory and I thought, wait a second, wait a second. If I'm going to go to Atlanta anyways, maybe I should see if I could go as an instructor. And after all, I've completely rebranded myself since last time. Maybe it's time to put on my brave girl pants, pop an email to Shelly and see if maybe she'll take another look at me. Because come on, if I'm already going to be there as an attendee, I may as well shoot my shot and see if I can go in as an instructor instead. (sighs) Okay, I cracked my knuckles and put my fingers to the keyboard. I started with the subject line, the reintroduction of Jaina Marie. It was official. I was stepping back into the ring. Here's what I said. I'm not sure if you remember me. Lily from Blanche McDonald sent a reference email for me back in 2021. I'd initially reached out after watching a virtual session on bridal makeup and thought there might be an opportunity for us to connect. And I realized after we were introduced that my personal branding did not match my years of experience. And since then, I've completely revamped how I present myself on social media with a fresh website and most importantly, a podcast called Big Lash Energy that has been ranked top 10 in Canada in my category, as well as in other charts all around the world. The reason I'm reaching out today is because while I still haven't given up on my desire of being a part of the makeup show, attending a couple of the live events as well as the virtual one during COVID have been career highlights for me. The makeup show breathed new life into my career and I'd love to do the same for other makeup artists. I noticed there's a show in Atlanta coming up and I was ecstatic when I saw that I have availability in my schedule. I'd love to teach some classes on working in the bridal industry, how to build your business, makeup for destination weddings, whatever you'd like, you name it. I'm incredibly passionate about what I do. I love brides and I see the business as a way any artist can build their experience and bank account no matter where they live. If you think I could be a valuable addition to your Atlanta show or anywhere else, I'd love to hear from you. Big hugs from Canada. Thank you so much for your time. Jaina. And then again, I waited. If I'm completely honest, this time I was actually more optimistic because I put so much work into rebranding myself and I hadn't cut any corners. I hoped that she would see and appreciate that. It wasn't long before I heard back. 
She said that of course she remembered me, but ever since COVID, they'd scaled back their budget for in-person education, especially since most of the brands send their own instructors now. But if she ever did a show closer to me, she'd let me know. Well, it didn't hurt to try. I closed my laptop and went to pout for a second. Ugh, how disheartening. This time, I felt like the stars had really aligned. I'd already pictured my face on their website, shaking hands with makeup artist hopefuls, walking through the hallways of the show with people wanting to meet me and take pictures with me. But now I was just going to have to accept that I was going as a regular attendee. Hmm. A room full of makeup artists. Hmm. That's when it popped into my head. Big Lush Energy, my show, it's a podcast by a makeup artist. I have multiple episodes all about being a makeup artist, so the attendees of the show could be my listeners. Hmm, what if I used a completely different approach? She mentioned the budget. What if I offered to support the show in some other way? Maybe I could be a sponsor. Now I was starting to perk up. This could be an actual plan. What if I offered to sponsor the makeup show in some way, shape or form, but that would involve me having to send another email. Was this getting annoying? I didn't want to send something again. Hi, Jaina, checking back in. Just wanted to know if you could uh, do this other thing for me. But wait, this time I wasn't asking her to do something for me. I was offering to do something for her. And really, what did I have to lose? So (laughs) I put my pride on the shelf and I sat down to write my third email. (laughs) Hello, thank you so much for your response. I completely understand your concerns in terms of budget. So I figured I'd reach out yet again to see if you have any sponsorship opportunities for my podcast, Big Lash Energy. I'd love to know your rates for what it would cost to be a part in some kind of way. Maybe something I could put in the giveaway bags or an ad I could put in your catalogs. Basically, I'd just love to support the makeup show in any way that I can and maybe get some new listeners at the same time. I hit send. Her response was almost immediate. She said, I'd love to hear about your podcast. Let's set up a call and see how we can help. What? 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 My palms were sweaty. I didn't know what this meant. On the day that we talked, it got even better. I couldn't believe what she said. She said, at the makeup show, we're all about supporting the makeup community. Why don't you come up with some ideas as to how you'd like to be represented here? Maybe we could do a booth where you could meet our attendees. Maybe you could record a live episode. Or maybe we could arrange for you to do an interview with Danessa Myricks leading up to it. (gasps) Danessa Myricks? The Danessa Myricks? The Danessa Myricks? Like, the one whose makeup skills and products changed everything Everything for for me? me? The artist who added color to my world at a time when everything felt so dreary? The talented artist whose work has garnished almost a million followers on Instagram and the woman who created her own makeup brand that is now being sold in Sephora's all over North America? That Danessa Myrick? That Danessa Myrick? (sighs) Somebody pinched me. This was exciting and terrifying all at the same time. Almost like I'd been past the puck on a breakaway and all I had to do was get the shot in the net but I didn't want to fuck it up. I tried to play it cool. I said, wow, those are some really amazing options. I had no idea you were going to be so generous. I'll talk with my business partner and get back to you with some ideas. 
as soon as I hung up the phone, of course I had to call Elsa. And you know how I know that she's a top-notch kind of friend? Because she's just as excited as I am. She said, Whatever you're doing, you're going to need help. So I'm going to have to be in Atlanta with you. And Ricky too. You need all the hype you can get. I said, okay, I see you. Let me just check the cost of the flights. I was pretty premature, but I needed to know if I'm going to bring these ladies with me, how much is it going to cost? I went on the Expedia app. I did a search for that week. And what I saw told me everything I needed to know. You know how I like to talk about those winks from the universe? Well, there was a graph that showed the average price of flights from Vancouver to Atlanta for the past three months. It was a completely straight line, meaning the prices have been the exact same for three months. But only on that day, the price of flights had gone all the way down by $250. So that meant I could buy flights for all three of us for only $525. I said, Elsa. It's a sign. Obviously. So I booked the tickets and we started the planning. I hadn't even come up with my list of suggestions for Shelly, but I just already knew we had to be there regardless. So February 22nd to 26th, we are going to be swagged out in our BLE hoodies, spreading the word, and we cannot wait. So that's what's up. This week, in only a few days actually, I'm going to be interviewing the one and only Danessa Myricks, the biggest opportunity I've ever had with Big Lash Energy. And on top of that, Shelly agreed to give me a booth at the trade show so that I can meet with attendees spreading that badass Big Lash Energy all over the trade show. Now, I'm absolutely convinced that anytime I get a no, what the universe is really saying is, there's something better on the way. The key is to use anything we perceive as a failure or a loss as an opportunity for growth. Because like Jay-Z said, no one has ever gotten better from winning. Could you imagine if I got a yes the first time I sent that email to Shelly? I would have never leveled up my online branding. I wouldn't have logos. I wouldn't have done all of this work on myself. I would still be exactly where I was. But now I can present myself as a more polished professional And I can show up at the makeup show with my podcast ready to grow this tribe. If there's one thing I've learned from this life, it's that not everything is really about the wins and losses. It's about who you are becoming in the process. What do I mean by that? Well, I'll use this as an example. I used to be a huge Ronda Rousey fan. I know she's controversial. People say she's an asshole and she talks too much shit, but in my opinion, she can. She's such a badass. She was the first American woman to earn an Olympic medal in judo when she took home a bronze from the Beijing Summer Games. Then she moved on to the MMA where she became a top star and eventually the UFC's first ever female champion. At one point, Ronda was completely undefeated with 12 wins in a row. 11 of her fights ended in the first round. I told you she's a badass. I remember watching her face off against Holly Holm with a friend of mine. He knew I was a huge Ronda Rousey fan and she was undefeated with those 12 wins under her belt. But I could tell that her confidence had turned into cockiness. So I said to him, she's going to lose tonight. Baffled. He goes, okay, Jaina, what makes you say that? She has a flawless track record. I mean, I knew she was a shoo-in for the win, and I knew, of course, she wanted to win, but I had a feeling she needed a loss to humble her. Sure enough, she was outstruck by home and knocked out with a head kick in round two. She didn't need a win. She already had 12 of those, but now she'd become cocky and arrogant even, so she needed a loss for her own personal growth. A little taste of humble pie. Does that make sense? We win when we need a win, but we lose when we need a lesson. 
Where this story gets tragic is that Rhonda had another fight after her first loss, one against Amanda Nunez. Well, Amanda stopped Rousey in just 48 seconds with a knockout. So after 12 wins and only two losses, Ronda Rousey walked away from the UFC. She didn't even try to make a comeback with the fear of losing for a third time. It's my opinion, and of course, who am I in this situation, but it seems like she let her ego get the best of her. She could take a punch to the face, but she couldn't lose gracefully. Somehow, somehow I managed to turn my two L's into a W. How? Well, for starters, I didn't use rejection as a reason to quit. I figured out how to better myself and then I tried again. After being let down a second time, I still never gave up. I simply changed my approach. Most importantly, I made sure to invest in myself. Now, I can't wait to share next week's episode with you. My palms are getting sweaty just thinking about it. So please be sure to join me. From what I know about Danessa Myricks, it's going to be so inspiring. Oh, and if you happen to be in Atlanta in February and you want to meet me and my BLE besties, then come on over to The Makeup Show. We would love to see you there. In the meantime... If you know someone who could use a little BLE in their life, could you pretty please share this show with them? I hear every time you do, someone takes an L, learns from it, and turns it into a win. It's true. Thanks again for listening. I can't wait to see you next week. And until then, go be your most fabulous self. And don't forget to spread that badass Big Lash energy everywhere you go. Thanks so much. Goodbye.